Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce, combat, coaching is the flavor of the day while also helping men understand marriage and courting not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 131st episode, the six masculine benefits of the rosary, part due. Plus, live phone calls for you, answer your marriage and questions questions. Get your Catholic marriage questions answered now by calling 313-RADICAL or call in using your browser at callinstudio.com slash radical1. Don't wait. Get in the queue for some resolution to your marriage <laughs> confusion. And so let's do this. The quote of the day. Quote, no one wants to believe in evil. Really. Above all, not in an evil being, an evil spirit. Everyone wants to abolish the idea to admit the existence of evil means a responsibility. And no one wants that responsibility 
That is the opening through which the evil spirits crawls, stealing all suspicions, making everything seem normal and natural. This is the thought, the unwariness of the ordinary human being, which amounts to a disinclination to believe in evil. And if you do not believe in evil, how can you believe in or even know what good is? End quote. Father Malachi Martin. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Okay, y'all, hope y'all had a good weekend. It is now Tuesday. Boy, it seems weird not doing the podcast on Mondays no more. <laughs> but you know what? I get a lot more work done. I'm not so stressed out. And I can do better for you. So let's do what we promised. The rosary, spiritual weapon for husbands, the six most uh, best benefits, and what you can do to really get this rocking. Now, look, man. People don't really understand about the rosary, man. You know, you have bishops and priests telling, you know, in the Catholic Church, telling men and women and children, you know, don't pray the rosary. That's the old church and that kind of crazy mess. And you know what, man? I don't know when people will look at the state of the church, the state of the people in their pews, the state of just Christianity in general, and start to wonder when that miracle at Fatima is going to be taken seriously. I mean, my wife told me, like I said last week, there was like 70,000 people there. I mean, so 70,000 people can't be illusion, can't be imagining stuff, you know? Um, and the rosary is important. It's, it's a spiritual weapon. It's a husband's number one spiritual weapon, his battle weapon. Why? To keep Satan off your butt. <laughs> that's what that's about. Keep Satan out of your home. Keep Satan out of your relationships of like your marriage and with your children. And so that you can better learn to deal with Satan with the power and the help of the Blessed Mother, Jesus and her son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And many think that the rosary is unbiblical, especially Protestants. Well, you know, we really can't really blame Protestants. They only know what they know. You know, Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen said that no one leaves the Catholic faith or no one, everyone, you know, hates the Catholic faith for what they don't know. And that's the truth. To me, it's logical sense. I was where a lot of Protestants are. I went to a lot of different Protestant sects and uh, denominations and stuff. And I'm telling you, the Catholic Church is just beauty, plain beauty when it's done like it's supposed to be done. Uh, with the Latin Mass, with the garb, with the statues, with... The, the, the Statues of the Cross, the Rosary, the prayers, everything is, is done for one reason, to lead us to our Lord Jesus Christ, who always leads us to our Lord in God and to the Trinity and to the heavenly court. And so today what we're going to do is to try to understand um, 
why I said the rosary is a husband's spiritual weapon. And to give you some basis in scripture real quick, because to review from last week, that's going to that's gonna be real quick, real quick. And then we're going to get into the six benefits, which is part two and what, what this show is about. And look, I know to many this may sound boring. You know, it's not about sex, right? You know, we're talking about sex today. <laughs> so, oh, man. So we're going to talk about praying. Well, you know, praying is where you get the grace from. Praying is where you learn how to sacrifice yourself as a man um, to our Lord and to your wife and to your children. Why? Because in your family, you are the lamb, right? So um, the rosary is powerful. The rosary is basically is a regular, normal prayer. Um, and then it's also a spiritual warfare prayer. It is also a meditative prayer. So a meditation is the second level of prayer. There are nine levels of prayer, and I'm not going to go into that because um, we don't have time. But the first level of prayer is vocal prayer. So vocal prayer is a very simplistic type of prayer. You know, Jesus, Jesus, give me this. Jesus, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Jesus, 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 help me with this. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Okay, that's vocal prayer. Vocal prayer is powerful when it's done as a meditation in a big group of people of two or more. Um, why? Because there, the hearts and minds are united in God together. So if you got a thousand people praying the rosary, that is a lot more powerful, right? And people don't really understand that um, that when you, this is why you need meditative prayer. This is why you need vocal prayer too, because when people pray out loud and they pray together, that's powerful. Now, Vocal prayer on its own by yourself, like I just said earlier, Jesus, 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 help me, and Jesus, 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 give me this and that, and thank you, Jesus, and all that. That is a low, low form of prayer. It is the lowest form of prayer for a reason because it's not as effective as the other eight levels of prayer. The gateway to the other levels of prayer is called meditative prayer. So meditative prayer is what? Where we, as uh, as a soul, we lift our hearts, minds, um, and sold to God, and we use meditative prayer by what? Say you pray the rosary, and you're you're saying a meditative prayer, a prayer to get you going, and then in your mind, you 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 meditate on Scripture, you meditate on the light, like the rosary is a meditation on the life of Christ and the Blessed Mother, and His passion. So that's how you grow close to God through meditative prayer, and most people don't know that, especially Protestants. Or if people do kind of understand that, well, I'm a spiritual being, and so I'm a spiritual being, and so a spiritual being means you open your mind up to the new age, spiritual, whoever you think you're opening your mind up. So when you do that and you're not meditating on scripture, on on Christ, on uh, the Catholic Church, on the Christian faith, then basically you are basically opening up your mind to the demonic. This is why you don't have people pray over you. This is why you don't lay hands on people because that you don't have authority. Only priests have authority to lay hands on stuff and to and and to because when you do when you do that you're 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 entering you don't have authority. So what does the demonic does? Oh, they think they know what they're doing. I'm just gonna start messing with people. I'm gonna press them, and that's what happens. Okay, so scripture. So the prayer of the Hail Mary is fortified in scripture. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. So Luke 1, as we go, we're going to talk about some proofs of, 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 the, of, the, of the Hail Mary. So try to stay with me for a few seconds. So Luke 1, 47, 48 says, And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowest state of his maiden. For behold, henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. So right off the bat, hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. So what does that mean? Already the hail Mary, the rosary is in scripture. So anybody try to tell you it's not, they're ignorant. Okay. Next, Catholics, Christians, Catholics, and uh, uh, Catholics do not worship Mary. Here the Bible records Mary's own words that say all ages and generations shall call me blessed. Henceforth, Mary, full of grace, is a name which the angel Gabriel, the archangel Gabriel, called out Our Lady. Catholics, Catholics are only doing what the Bible says by giving her the honor she deserves. Why don't Protestants? If Mary had not agreed to do the will of God, where would be the day? Okay, so now let's go into Luke one twenty-eight. It says, and he came to her and said, hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. The angel Gabriel states that Mary is full of grace, which means what? The proper translation means perfected in grace, which means um, full of grace. And it means no room for sin, which goes to the dogma that the Blessed Virgin was born without sin. OK, why? Because the Blessed Mother has to I mean, the God cannot be inside a impure vessel. Common sense, if you just think about it. Okay, um, so Luke 137, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. While Romans 323 states all have sinned. This does not include Mary, just as it does not include Christ, babies or Adam and Eve before the fall. All in this case, 323 is used in general sense. So now, okay, that's kind of like a few things, um, like a few scriptures um, on on Monday, last Thursday show, last week's show on part one. I listed all the other scriptures that have a lot more of the rosary. And if you want to, um, if you want to listen to that show, all you got to do is go to my, go to my uh, YouTube page, click on live Catholic alpha radical, click on live. And then there it is. It'll be episode from Thursday. Bam, right there. All you got to do is click on it. Listen. Um, and, or if you want to wait, it'll be on my, um, it should be on the uh, next week. It'll be up to. All right. So after the break, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into the six benefits, spiritual warfare for husbands, the six benefits of how to rock it with the rosary and why it's important. How does it keep Satan off your butt and how does it keep it out of your marriage and out of the lives of your children and your home? So hang out with me, y'all. Don't leave because we're going to do this today. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me 
personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and CatholicAlpha.com. Right, guess what, y'all? We got a caller. Isn't that always great when the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Show gets a caller, breaks up things a little bit, makes things a little bit more exciting. So we were going to bring them on, and I hope that my technology is working. So let me hit the talk button. Bear with me, fellas. Hello, caller. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm fine. What can I do for you today? I was calling to ask you. Your program sounds just terrific. How can I get my husband to um, sign up? To sign how, up? How can I get my husband to sign up for your program? Oh. I mean, he needs a lot of help. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to persuade him or anything. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to put you on mute for a second because there's a lot of background noise. And I'll be right back to you as I get done. Okay. So here's what I've learned with men. And I hate to say it. And it's going to sound like I'm dogging men out. I'm really not. I'm a man. And I know how it works. Men don't do anything unless they see it or feel that it that there that there is there's an emergency or if there's a lot of pain involved me that's the only time men do anything so i'm gonna say it again so that people because you might not have heard what i'm saying men only do things when it's extreme pain in their soul in their body in their heart in their mind and they only do things if it is an emergency okay so that being said if you are a wife and you have a husband and you think that you're going to talk him in to come in and be with me, it ain't going to happen. It's not. If he's not in pain. If it was, So what's pain in the marriage? He thinks you're going to leave. He thinks you're going to divorce him. He thinks you're gonna, he, he's not getting no sex. He's not going to do it anything. He's going to keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off until you make a move. And I'm sorry to say that's just how men are. If you don't prove to him that you're serious. Now, I've had men come in my program where their wife has get, she's get basically given them an ultimatum. If you want to have sex, if you don't, if you want to sleep in the same bed, or uh, if you want a relationship to be better, you will go to Jerry's program. I've actually had many wives do that. Their husbands told me. She said, I've had a woman tell me too. Well, he's gonna be in your program or I'm leaving. You know why? Because women, they ain't stupid. 
they when like women love me. I'm not bragging or nothing, but they do. They like they understand women understand the faith a, a lot more instinct. They understand relationships a lot more instinctually than men do. Men have this thing. I just put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off until it's really bad. But then once they put it off so long, then their wife is checked out. And then all of a sudden, oh, God, where's Jerry? Or they go on the Internet for like 10 weeks trying to research. And then the man says, OK, it's going to cost this much. Oh, well, I got to go think about it for two weeks. Then after he thinks about it for two weeks, then he don't make a call. And then before you know it, it's all over and the wife is gone. She's checked out. She don't want to make love to him no more. And that's how it works. And I'm sorry. So how do you get your husband to sign up with me? What you do is you become his guide, as all as I try to suggest to all women. You become your husband's guide. You can't tell him nothing. You can't try to force him to something. Some men, if you can, if you give them an ultimate, if you're gonna be like, listen, our marriage is crap. I'm leaving in 30 days. If you don't get some kind of help, I'm out of here. And then you say you can go to SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. And sign up with that guy there. His name is Jerry Jacobs Jr. He's a he's a Catholic marriage coach, and he will help you. If you don't come to your husband with an ultimatum, basically what you have to do, if you're not willing to do that, what you have to do is guide him. So what does that mean? You mean you have to guide him like show him a podcast or kind of sit down and have talks with him and suggest that, you know, do we need, do you think our marriage is good? Do you think we could use some help? Do you think we could use some guidance? And then he's going to say, oh, well, you know, I think our marriage is OK. See, then you're going to go in your mind. You're going to go, oh, my God, what is he thinking? But if you get mad and you and stuff like that, what's going to happen? You're going to start an argument. And we start an argument. Most men, if they don't even see they have marriage problems, their ego is going to get right in the middle of you and him, which is that Satan, basically. And he's not going to listen. I hate to say it, sweetheart, but that's how it is. And the only thing you can do is just keep trying to guide him, keep trying to help, you know, and, and I'm not saying sit. And then a lot of thing is prayer is, is there's um, there's there's some spiritual warfare prayers by Father uh, Gabriel Amorth. And basically those are prayer. Those are spiritual prayers. He's an exorcist. He was the exorcist for the Vatican. And I think he's passed away now. But he came up with these marriage and crisis prayers that you pray and um, that is, that will help your marriage. Um, and you, so you pray them for your husband and you get on your knees for your husband and you pray rosaries for your husband. You go to adoration for your husband. Most women, what they want to do is they want to bitch and they want to whine, but they don't want to do nothing. Like if I, you know, you give them prayer regimen, say go do this and that. All of a sudden you got all these excuses because in the woman's mind, when she gets to where you are, sweetheart, she's thinking, well, everything's his fault because I did all I can do. And so what women will do is they really won't pray. They won't. Women, you have to make, a, if you want to change the heart of your husband, you have to make a plea to God, to the Holy Spirit, to help you change the heart of your husband because you can't do it by yourself. So this is this is how you do it. And it's 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 work because men, we men are very hard headed. Like I said, if it's not painful for us, if we are, it's not an emergency, we ain't going to do nothing. This is why there are men on the altar in the Catholic Church. That's why there's no women on the altar. Because why? Because men won't do nothing then. If you look at, if you are, a, if you are a Protestant or a Catholic and you go to, to if you go to mass and church on Sunday and there's women all on the altar the man, the men ain't gonna do nothing. 
and made one or two. But that's why God made priests be on the altar because he knew that men would just sit around and not do nothing and let the women do everything. And then the women couldn't do their job, which is what? Nurture the children and nurture their husbands. So that is how you do it. You nurture him, you pray for him, and you must be consistent and you don't let him waver you and you don't get in a fight and argue with him. So with that being said, what do you think? Um, I think my only weapon would be no sex, so. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It works. I hate to say it. (laughs) It works. But, you know, but you know what? Women, like I said, they have told their husbands to go get help or you know, our marriage is going out. We're done. And then they will. If they know you're serious and they love you, they will. Okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling. Bye. Uh Bye Bye-bye. If you're getting value from today, this, and I hope that you guys understood that. And if you don't, you can always send me a comment or call on yourself. But that's how men are. And I'll, every man knows they're hearing me talking. They see, they know I'm telling the truth. Just ask them. They'll tell you. They ain't like right now. If a man's listening to my podcast, it's probably for the reason of my marriage is in trouble. <laughs> Most, many men are not going to listen to me if they think their marriage is okay, which is a terrible marriage, if your marriage is just okay, it means it's a mediocre marriage, or they're in marriage crisis. They don't see no need to. Men don't see there's no need. Is my marriage is okay? What's well, okay? It's not bad. I'm not, hey, she ain't, she ain't threatening to leave or nothing. We're not, we're not fighting and arguing all the time. Hey, it's good. But most men don't believe in, ma- in marriage maintenance. Like, they'll make, they'll, men will put, will do maintenance on their car before they do maintenance on their marriage. So you listen to me so that you don't get in the marriage crisis, right? So that you're not going through all this crap that you got to go through. You're, you're, you're making your marriage great as you go along. But men, they don't believe in that. They don't. Most men don't. Now, there are some men who will. I've had, I've had maybe two or three or four, five of the most men over the years come to me and say, hey, Jerry, man, my marriage, it's okay. It's, it's kind of good. But man, I see the I see the signs that you talk about. And so what do they do? They say, man, I don't want that for my marriage. I don't want that. And then they they enter the program. That's how they do it. So with that being said, let's get back to our um our uh get back to our content for the day. And it's called the six masculine benefits of the rosary, spiritual warfare for husbands. Spiritual warfare is important. And that's your second mission as a man to defend, to defend your home against the diabolical, to defend your home against Satan. Don't get distracted and you won't have this problem. But you cannot just get when I say don't get distracted. I mean, you've got to go and you've got to pray. You've got to address the demons. You've got to fight them. You've got to address. You've got to to combat with them. If you don't, you will have chaos in your marriage. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow, but it will come. Okay, so 
First, the number one benefit of, I'm going to talk about my story. So starting prayer, um, I started praying the rosary back in 2009 for my wife and for my marriage and for, and for my family after I attended Crescio. So it changed me as a man. It really did. I didn't really know anything about the rosary. I was Catholic. I've been Catholic for probably four or five years now. I don't remember. But I, uh, my wife, you know, helped me become Catholic because I was a Protestant. Really, I wouldn't even that. I didn't really, I didn't, before I was Catholic, I didn't even indulge in really God at all. I really didn't. You know, when I was in the Air Force and stuff, my friends would always say, hey, Jerry, man, let's go to let's go to church. No, nah, man, I ain't trying to go to church, man. That's my sleep day. I got to go watch football. That was my attitude. And, you know, to me, my life was OK. I had problems and stuff. Um, and I trapped. I, I didn't really even think about it. Um, but I didn't even think about it. But until I started really getting into I started really, once I started getting to the Catholic faith, I started realizing that this universe, this world, God is is more than about me just walking around clueless in my life. And so I went to Crisil. That's that. Crisil, if you don't know, that's a marriage retreat. It's a three or four day marriage, basically a three day marriage retreat where 60 men go. There are speakers and you reconnect with God. It teaches you the faith. It is awesome. It showed me that I was aimless. It showed me that I didn't know what the hell I was doing with my life. Matter of fact, that's why I lost my first wife and had a chance to lose my second wife. And I told myself I was not going to let that happen. So once I came from that retreat, it, 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 it really did something to me. And you know how the Holy Spirit is. It hits you where you are. And so once I did, I, I told myself in, in, the, in that retreat, they give you all these things to reconnect with God, to connect with God and keep your connection with God. So the things were this. Take your butt to mass. Take your butt to daily mass. Go to take go to adoration and be in front of the sacrament. Pray the rosary. OK, um, go to confession. You know, uh, study, study, the study, the faith, knowledge of God. Love you means you love God. It means it helps you love God more. And so all of these things that they taught me, I said, I'm not going to, I can't stay where I am. I'm not, I'm not going to stay where I am. And that's how a lot of men are. They're satisfied. And they're too comfortable with the way their life is. I don't care if they're a billionaire or they got a dollar. Most men are just comfortable where their life is. They don't want to strive for nothing better than what they already have. Unless this guy do it, money and even then, money a lot of times is not a motivator either. It's a motivator for a little while. Okay, so it changed. Playing the rosary changed my temperament as a man. It changed my temperament. Means what? Like it helped with my anger because I had anger issues. Um, it helped with my worry and my frustration about a lot of stuff. You know, um, my wife was one of the kind of women that she kind of, you know, she's kind of scattery a little bit. And so it would, I'm a very organized person. And so that would really upset me when she would do stuff that I would like, that don't make no dang on sense, <laughs> you know, and it would upset me. But once I started praying the rosary and got into prayer and things like that, it became peaceful. I learned to love my wife better for who she is and for who, and the woman that she is. And I, I didn't let, I don't let that stuff bother me no more. You know, um, it, it, Playing the rosary got me closer to my wife. It, it made us closer. It is said if you pray the rosary for 12 months 
and you don't grow closer to God and you don't change as a man, then either you're going to stop praying the rosary um, or you're going to keep praying the rosary. Okay. And so you pray it for 12 months. And I guarantee you, if anybody prays the rosary for for 12 months and meditate on it, you will not, you will not stop praying it. You won't because it's a habit. It's changed your life. Um, Rosary helped my relationship with my children. You know, I mean, I've always had a decent relationship with my kid and stuff. You know, it's more of a, I'm the daddy, you're the child, do what I say, do, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that worked, but I knew, but I'm always being, even before I was Catholic, I know that as your kids grow, you got to pull the reins off, you know, where they're two and three, you don't, you know, the things are a lot more stringent than when they're nine and 10 or when they're 13 and 14 or when they're 15 and 16 or they're 17 or when they're 20 or 25 or 30 or 40 or 50. Remember, you're always a parent. It never stops. Even if you're 120 and your child is 90, you're still a parent. Okay. It's okay to be your child's guy. And that's your job. Once they reach 18, I would say 17. Once they reach 17, 18, your job as a parent is to, is to be, is to guide your child. You can't really tell them nothing anymore. Why? Because then they start to resent you and, and be like, look, you're not my Lord and master. You're my father. You're my mother. You know? And so you got to, kind of guide them like we I was telling telling the lady that called that you have to guide your husband because he's a grown ass man. You can't really you can't tell a man nothing. And he he might just say yeah and then when you turn your back, your like your kids, we turn your back, they're gonna do what they want to do anyway. So you might as well try to guide them. Okay. And um and it changed my relationship with my kids. You know, I have a good relationship with my kids. I don't know if it's great or not. Only they can ask only they can answer that. You know, um, but I, I, my family, my wife is the heart and I use that. She's the nurturer. You know, she is the one that, you know, draws all the children to me and I draw everybody to God. That's the job. That's my job. Her job is to nurture everybody, including me. My job is once they corral, she corrals them. I lead them to God by my actions, by my prayer, by my suffering, by my sacrifice, that's how you lead your family, and then they will see that, and then they will love you. They will care for you. They will be the kids. They don't. They won't want to disappoint you. See, that's the true. That's the true love of your children for your as you as the husband. People think that your kids. Oh, that's my dad. I just feel all, all. Uh, I just feel all warm inside when I talk, think about my father. No, that's not a husband. That's not a father. That's the mother. Like when your when the mother has these things then they, they feel like they're towards the mother. But the true love for their father is just like the true love for, for God is you don't want to disappoint your father. That's why the husband and the father are there so that the children, they respect their father. They want to be like their father or they want to marry a man like their father. And what happens is they don't want to disappoint him. That's that's when you know your faith is growing. When you look at God and you pray to God and you're not running to confession because you're scared, but you run to confession because you disappointed God and you want to be in grace with him. You, you severed your connection with him and you want that back. OK, um, the next thing is in my relationship with God, the rosary improved my relationship with God. It really did. Meditative prayer. If you do it and you stick with it and you grow as a man and a father and a husband, God will show you the universe. He will. He will show it to you. 
but you've got to ask, you know, and it put me on fire for Christ and his church. The rosary will change your character as a man. It will change your wife. It will change your children. It will change your home, but you have to ignite it. I know everybody says, well, the family should pray the rosary every day. Listen, if that's, if that's y'all's thing, y'all do that, especially when your kids are little, you know, but I'm going to tell you what, nobody else in their whole house has to pray the rosary, but the daddy, if the daddy ain't praying the rosary, your house is going to fall. It's going to crash. All right. So you figure out what you got to do to man up to sacrifice for God and your children and your wife and your marriage, and then let the Holy Spirit take it from there. All right. So that's, that's number one. So the next benefit, Oh, I got a quote here. So Satan realizes quote, Satan realizes the quickest entry into the home hearts and minds of a family is to get rid of the man. Once the protector is subdued, everyone else is putty end quote Catholic alpha. Okay. So that's important to understand. You hear me talk about it all the time. Once Satan gets you as a man, if you're masturbating, if you're watching pornography, if you allow your wife to take contraception, if you uh, your, your wife get an abortion, if you uh you severed your penis and, and got a vasectomy, if you did all these things, okay, you you have severed as a husband, a father, and a man have severed your relationship with God. You have basically, as a man, as the leader, defender, and protector of your home, have turned your home over to Satan. And God knows it. Our Lord knows it. The Blessed Mother knows it. All Your guardian angel knows it. All the angels and saints know it. And more important, the demons know it. And it's important that you as a man understand spiritual warfare. People think men act like roaches. What we do in rats, we adapt, right? If a nuclear war came, all the roaches and, and, and the rats would survive because they know how to adapt. And that's kind of how men are. And people and women too. Men and women. What happens is when something goes bad, oh, that's just bad luck. When something uh, is, and then the next bad thing happens, oh, that's just bad luck. The next bad thing happened, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. It's, something's wrong. Would you know what's wrong? is you have uh, done something and allowed pain in your life. You have allowed the demons in your life and of, of what you have done or severed. Um, I don't know. Just, you know, it, it's a lot of things. People think God punishes us. No, God does not punish us. God allows evil. He does not sin evil. And the only way that you have to understand what you have to understand as a man is when you as a man are distracted and you allow evil in your home, then basically you you are not protecting things the way you should. Okay? And it hurts. It will hurt you. And it's not luck. Nothing in your life is 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 time people get over that. Nothing in your life happens because of coincidence. Things happen in your life on purpose. When you and here's the number one thing that when pain enters your life, this is what you got to think about. Did I am am I moving too far away from God? That's it. If I am I moving too far away from God? Am I close to God? And if you aren't, that's when the pain comes. Okay. So, number two, your number one battle weapon as a man. The rosary is your number one battle weapon as a man. So each day you must pick up your weapon to protect your home, your marriage, your wife, 
your children and yourself. Remember, prayer is suffering and sacrifice. This is how you give your life away as a man daily for your marriage and your family. This is how you do it. This is how you do it, gentlemen. You give your life away. Stop being selfish. Get your ego out of the way. The men that adopt that philosophy, God first, my wife in marriage second, my kids third and myself last, and you service them in that order and you don't think about your job, you don't think about your car, you don't think about your money, you don't think all of that stuff that that, that stuff that don't in the big scheme of things don't mean anything. How can your money be important and your job be important when your wife just walked out the door and took your kids and moved to Hawaii? How is your job important then? Hmm. I beg to differ. Next, number three, the gateway to spiritual warfare. Your rosary prayers along with confession are the gateway to spiritual warfare and to the marriage and family you need. You must attack with reckless abandonment um, and be consistent. Remember, as the man, your mission is to protect, defend, and serve your family. All right, that's number three. Number four. The rosary, the rosary will protect your children. Oh, this is a big one. Hear me. Hear me. The rosary will protect your children by you praying it as a father. So here's my, here's my reason before you tune me out. <laughs> okay. So how can you protect your children 24 hours, seven days a week? That's the question. You can't be in every place at the same at all at one time, can you? Can you, as a man, can you be in every place at all the time? Your wife's at work, your kids at school, your young ones in middle school, I mean, elementary school, your next oldest one is in, in, in grade school, and your oldest one, let's say, is in high school, and your other oldest one, the other one is in college. Okay, that's five different places. Can you be there? As a man, can you be there? Okay? No, you can't. For this reason, you need the Holy Spirit. This is why you are the defender. Okay. And when you pray the rosary for your children, the Holy Spirit assists you in protecting them from physical harm, from making bad decisions and helping them do things as you would have them do. Okay. The Holy Spirit will protect your children. Why? Because you're suffering and sacrifice. You're asking it. You're praying the rosary. You're in, you're in prayer. You're engaged in spiritual warfare. Lord, I'm telling you, I've been praying the rosary since my two youngest kids were babies, basically. And I'm telling you, man, my kids have almost always stayed out of trouble. They've always been good kids. I mean, really good kids. And, you know, they come to their mother and me when they have problems. And, and you know, that's the Holy Spirit, man. That's the Holy Spirit. A lot of kids lie and stuff. They'll lie on your face and then turn your back and go do this. But I'm telling you, every time me and my wife will go out to society, teachers, people at our church, um, even their free, even the, my kid even picked certain kind of friends. It's weird. But, man, that's the Holy Spirit protecting them. You know, none of my kids, I got all my kids out of high school um, without having a baby. Me and my wife and the Holy Spirit did. Now, you might think, well, that of course you didn't. No, no. These days, if you can get your kid out of without taking contraception. If you can get your daughter and your son out of high school without them bringing home a baby and saying, hey, dad, here, mom, here's this baby. You've done a great thing. You know why? Because that was a curse in my family. That was a curse in my family. My grandfather, my father, and me. 
We all had babies before we were married. And that's a curse. That's the curse. You know why? Because you can't, you know, you kids deserve a mother and father married in the same house going to church. That's what the kids deserve. They have a right to that. And today, people think having a kid and you're not married is okay. It's cool. And it's not. Children have a right to have them. They, they have a right by the natural law to have a mother and father in the same house, married in the same church, going to church. It don't say nothing about being happy, does it? Nothing about being happy. This is how you protect your children. This is how you do it. And you protect your wife, too. Every time my wife walks out of here, I, man, I'll be, oh, my God, is she going to come back? You might think that's being a little overprotective. No, it's not. Not in today's society. It's not. It's not. You know it's not. Even men hitting on your wife. That's another thing, guys, I realize. You pray in the rosary to protect your marriage and stuff. Guess what that means? The Holy Spirit is keeping these jerks off your wife. When your wife walks outside, when she's going to the store, going to shopping, going to work. And, and if you as a man understand that, man, you are on your knees all the time for your wife and your marriage. This is why you pray. Because you can't see a lot of things. You can't protect your family 24-7 from all different kind of attacks by Satan. Okay? So, number five, two more. Number five, the rosary will protect your beloved. I just talked about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you think I would know my own, uh, you think I would know my own uh, list. <laughs> but we'll go through it because it might be something different. So, number five, the rosary will protect your beloved. Pray the rosary for your wife in marriage. Same benefits as above. You can't be there 24-7. It repels other men when you guys are together. She rejects other men's advances. She is protected physically. She spreads your love to your children, your friends, and extended family. Dude, people say men complain about their wife all the time. She don't do this. She ain't doing that. She said this. She said that. She won't make love to me. She's bad in bed. Whatever you think. She don't cook. Whatever all that stuff. Whatever you think, all the criticisms that you have about your beloved. All of those criticisms will help if you start praying the rosary because you will start to see your wife for the beautiful person that she is. And then once you see that beauty, what will your heart do? Your heart will melt for her. You will love her. You will love her. Father, uh, Father, Rel Father Relia is a very seriously orthodox Catholic priest. He's a serious die for God man. And this man came to him one time and said, uh, man, they, they came to him for thank counseling or whatever. And the, the husband said, man, I, I can't stand her. Man, I can't stand to look at her. I can't stand to be with her. I hate coming home to her. She does all this wrong. She does all of that wrong. And I'm, I'm sick of her. I, I, I just don't want to get rid of her. And the woman just sitting there going, oh, my God. <laughs> so everybody kept their cool. And then Father Relia said, well, why do you feel that way? He said, I don't know why I feel that way. I just do about her. He said, I do everything I can not to even come home to her. Now, I don't know what that wife did. But I know a lot of what it is. And so Father, Father Raya asked the lady to leave the, asked the wife to leave the um to leave the, the leave the room. And he talked to the husband. He said, Look, man, you're not praying for your wife. 
pray for her, pray a rosary for her. And he had him do some other prayers and stuff too. But the main one was the prayer of the rosary. And after about six months, I think something like that, they met again. And he told, he told Father Aurelia, he said, I just love her. I just love her so much. I just want to be around her all the time. I can't, matter of fact, I can't stand being away from her. It hurts when I'm at my work all day. And this is what I'm saying. We, we have to understand that when you get married, you get graces from God. It's a sacrament, right? But it's your responsibility as a husband to keep that grace flowing by your suffering, by your sacrifice, by your entering to spiritual warfare for your marriage and for your wife and children. I'm telling you, in your marriage especially. Okay, next. Number six, the Blessed Mother's 15 promises for praying the rosary. So you heard me talk, right? You heard me say all the stuff that I said just a second ago, um, and you heard how those benefits and all the benefits that I talked about. So now what we're going to do real quick is number six is benefits is the promises that our Lord Jesus Christ through his mother, he bless, he's blessing her. She's authorized to give these blessings and these benefits um, uh, for the rosary. So I'm going to read through all of them. It's 15 of them, and then we'll be done for today. So number six, the Blessed Mother's 15 promises for praying the rosary. The Blessed Virgin Mary made these promises to St. Dominic and to all who follow that whatever you ask in the rosary will be granted. So real quick, number one, Whoever shall faithfully serve me by recitation of the rosary shall receive these signal gifts, these signal graces, okay? Through her son. We're not, we're not worshiping Mary. She's, she's getting these graces from her son. Remember, the Blessed Mother always leads us to her son, okay? So, number two, I promise my special protection and the greatest graces to all those who shall recite the rosary. Number three, the rosary shall be a powerful armor against hell. It will destroy vice, decrease sin, and defeat heresy. Oh, that alone, right? Number four, the rosary will cause virtue and good works to flourish. It will obtain for souls the abundant mercy of God. It will withdraw the hearts of men from the love of the world and its vanities and will lift them to the desire for eternal things. Oh, that souls would sanctify themselves by this means. The fifth promise of the rosary, the soul which recommends itself to me by the recitation of the rosary shall not perish. Number, okay, so shall not perish, you're still on the same page, that means you ain't going to hell. Okay, bam. Number six, whoever shall recite the rosary devoutly applying himself to the consideration of its sacred mysteries, shall never be conquered by misfortune. God will not chastise him in his justice. He shall not perish by an unprovided death. If he but just, he shall remain in the grace of God and become worthy of eternal life. So this is why confession is important. Do not sever your connection with God. You must stay in grace, okay? Number seven, Whoever shall have a true devotion for the rosary shall not die without the sacraments of the church. Number eight, those who are faithful to recite the rosary shall have 
shall have during their life and at their death the light of God and the plenitude of his graces. At the moment of death, they shall participate in the marriage of the saints in paradise. Number nine, I shall deliver from purgatory those who have been devoted to the rosary. Okay, stop all the presses. <laughs> stop all the presses, everybody. She just told you if you pray the rosary devoutly, I mean, and, and uh, she said devoted. Yeah, you're devoted to the rosary, which means you pray it every day. Of course, if you're sick or whatever, but for the most part, you pray it every day. She will deliver you through her son. She will petition her son. This is why the Blessed Mother is mercy. God is justice. The Blessed Mother will petition her son to let your crazy butt out of purgatory if you recite the rosary. Now, look, you can't even ask. <laughs> That's the best one yet. <laughs> Number 10, the faithful children of the rosary shall merit a high degree of glory in heaven. So just so you know, there are levels in hell. There are levels in hell. There are also a high, there's also a hierarchy in heaven. So guess what? If you're praying the rosary, you will be higher in heaven. Okay. 11, you shall obtain all you ask of me by the resuscitation of the rosary. 12, all those who propagate the holy rosary shall be aided by me in their necessities. Number 13, I have obtained from my divine son that all the advocates of the rosary shall have for intercessors the entire celestial court during their life and at the hour of their death. Wow. Number 14, all who recite the rosary are my sons and daughters and brothers and sisters of my only son, Jesus Christ. Number 15, devotion of my rosary is a great sign of predestination. And need I say any more? And thank you all for listening to that because that right there is what I'm talking about. Spiritual warfare husbands, the six benefits of the Holy Rosary. Bam. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... Marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right, we are back. And that's a powerful episode, fellas, if you embrace it. 
That's a powerful episode of Change Your Life. Many things, many people, and many things say that they will change your life. The things I talk about, they actually do. And that's the difference between what I talk about and what the Holy Spirit through me talks about and what others say. Because if you put in the if you put into practice even half the things that we talk about on this show, man, your life will change, your family will change, your marriage will change, your relationship with your kids will change, your job, everything, your whole outlook on this world, this universe, what you're here for, and all that stuff, it will change. And when it does, you become a spiritual warrior. You become a warrior, dude. That's what your wife is looking for. She's looking for a warrior. No more do women want wusses. You know why? Because women, they, they tired of that stuff. They tired of it, man. A real woman does not want a wuss anymore. She does it. They want real men. That's what they want. And if you can find a woman like that, man, you are seriously blessed. You are seriously blessed. Okay, so that being said, we end today as we always do with a quote from uh, Pope Benedict XVI, and it states, "Quote: Society, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness." Now, go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast. Pray and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang!